Yes. The queso itself would be the fetish. Oh. 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 But, yeah. The putting mm. yourself into the thing would just be an act of worship. Yes. Okay. Now, if I got sexual pleasure from entering the tub of queso, of queso, then it is a fesh- fetish as in the sexual desire. Yes. Yes. On a fetish. So it'd be fed. Fetishizing a fetish. Yes. Fedception. Gotcha. Bah. That's the noise from Inception, because I'm making the Fedception joke. Bah. Hello and welcome to Zio, a Soccer Rangers podcast where we're talking about fetishes this week. God fucking help me. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Okay. Well, since two. we don't want to talk my subject, I'm going to just say the thing I was going to say while the subject that I want to talk about be the thing, so I'm just going to say it now. So, I went hold and saw on, Baby look. Driver, and okay. I got... I got people like who were super hyped for it and said it was really good. And I was like, okay, shit, well, I'll go see it. And I went into it going, expecting it to be really good. And it was. Um, but then in the same turn, like before I saw the movie, like the day before I went and watched uh, Need for Speed on Netflix, which you automatically, all the signs of it being a bad movie are there where it's a uh, video game movie. It's a kind of a racing movie, which are normally not the best. And then, but that's the fact that like I watched it, I was like, that feels like what a plot for Need for Speed would have been. Like that feels like a Need for Speed plot if I played the game because they don't really have like they do have plots now. There was a time where they didn't have plots; it was just race, 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 race. But now they do have plots, and it felt like what Need for Speed Hot Pursuit would have been like, where it was sort of crimey, but it was all about cars, and there was always just one. It was beginning race and then the race to get to the spot where the race would be and then that race and then it was like always a really nice car that he was driving every time so but then i was thinking well i enjoyed that movie it wasn't a shitty movie it was actually pretty funny there were some funny parts they had some really nice cars in there and some nice driving the love interest that i thought would get back together didn't turn out to be that and it fooled you through a loop with a different love interest and you're like oh huh so but is it the fact that i expected it to be shitty then also didn't really well i paid Netflix, which I already have, so I basically paid nothing for it. Turned it into a good movie where if I went to a theater and saw it, I'd be like, this is shit. Where Baby Driver I went and saw, which is also another racing crime movie. Fucking love that movie. See, and you get hypes, and you get a lot of people telling you it's good, and then you go watch it, and you're like, man, that's that was good. That was a good movie. Like It was, a, it was like a Bonnie and Clyde-esque movie, yet it had just a killer soundtrack that was very important to the story. So, yeah. Shit, I don't know. That, that was my idea. That was my concept of, like, going into movies with the your preconceptions and how much does it change or is it on, like, the whole bias of, like, uh, nature versus nurture where, sure, it does... You do have preconceptions going into a movie, but then even though those movies could be your high expectations make it for a chance to make it a lower quality film or low expectations make it a good quality film but even though is there still like the exceptions where high expectations you go into the film and it's exactly what you want it to be or what you're expecting or so and so so forth so yeah that's what I wanted to talk about but I just did so we're done now let's go talk about fetishes (laughs) (laughs) no I've done a horrible thing no we're not actually going to talk about that but no, we can also jump into other topics. Like, I wanted to actually talk about 
kind of jumping more into a cosplay topic, um, more into photography base. Uh, we've talked about it a couple times before, but um, I wanted to kind of just bring it up a little bit more and s- just kind of figure out what types of like photography, like t- types of photography that we've done for cosplay, and the differences between, like I don't know, just the differences between some of them. Well, I will I will say this is I feel like the four of us have not well, Cole. You're probably the most experienced in photography than anyone here. So why would you say that? Because the first year we went to con, you wanted to just go take pictures of everyone. You wanted to be the photographer. Yeah, and then I stopped almost immediately. Ah, uh, you did it for you did it for that entire con. There's you have pictures for the entire con because you yeah, dressed as Sanji, and then you just went and took pictures of everything that you thought were good. So you have lots of pictures for the very first con. Yeah, but, I do actually. I think I have most of them on Facebook. Actually, I I've got all of them too on my computer. Um, oh yeah. So, with that in mind, is like, I guess Rob, you've never really been the picture taking guy, or I don't think you have, and I don't think I've seen McKenna really into the picture taking type of person either, because there uh, are. I was the first couple years, but then as. I picked up other things I wanted to do. I lo- ran out of time to take photos. Okay. Well, let's. So maybe that. Maybe I've that can be. I always wanted to be the subject of the photos, not the taker of the photos. Okay. And that's the same thing for me because I did that for the first several years. And I mean, uh, the sounds, first soccer con I went to. It, it, it sounds like we have a lot of content here now. So let's bring. Let's <laughs> talk about those things and then types of photos and such, because it sounds like everyone now here has a history of photography. I'm the only one who doesn't have a history of photography, where I never went into photography. I just wanted to be cosplay, wanted to make things. So, Well, that part of that, I think, has to do with the fact that you were with Cole when that all started on there. Because originally my interest in this was more about... Because cosplay was something that I really was not all that familiar with. Like, I cosplayed at my first con, but I wasn't sure on how big it was. I didn't know that there was really a subculture or anything like that. For me, it was more of a morbid curiosity thing. And the more I went through the convention, the more I was noticing a disparity between quality of costumes and props especially. So... I started going and shifting from taking pictures more to prove that this subculture existed to... Uh, wanting to learn how to go and hone my own craft, which I'd never, you know, done any prop building at that point. But I'd done so much other craft stuff, especially in the wood shop, that was like, I could do this. Okay, I got to go and analyze how did this person do this. It's like, oh, okay. So I took a lot of pictures. I talked to a lot of people. So yeah, the first couple of years, I was very heavy into photography, and uh, what was it? three, maybe four years into it was when I went and made the original version of Zant. And that's pretty much when the photographs stopped, to be honest, because at that point, I was having people taking hundreds of pictures of me versus me taking hundreds of pictures of them. So, yeah. um, That's about my history. So, we are full bowl into the podcast now, aren't we already? Uh Yeah, no, I mean, it it started. Yeah. Hi, I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. Hi, I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger. I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. And I'm McKenna. I'm the White Ranger. And this is Zio. Here we go. Lots of editing this time. Nope, no editing at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're even going into this at the start of the fetish conversation. Oh, it's raw. <laughs> oh, we're doing this raw. 
We're in Zio's raw. Uh, that, Blunt that's a and dry. Blunt and dry. <laughs> I was going for like a WWE reference, but hey, you can you can do your fetish, whatever. <laughs> oh, kidded. So yeah, photography. Um, because I I took photography classes in call high school and college mostly because it was Ooh, required. Oh man, we are smart person here. <laughs> yes, I'm educated. No, um, I also went to college. Speak for yourself. You went to college? Oh my god. Yes, yeah, I, went I went to college. Everyone went to college. Is that just an American? Do you thing use that degree? Uh, the one that I have currently, no. Exactly. The one that I've almost gotten. Wait, is... Colt, did you use your degree? What degree? Do you have like a certificate or something? Not from a university. Oh, I used a college. College and university are two different things. They're the same thing. They're different things. They they're different. But similar, we use them in language as similar as, as homonyms, or whatever. Well, we have we have separate colleges on our university ground. Yeah. So we have our university, but then we have colleges on our college university of business, are, business, college of business, college of medicine. Yeah. yeah. And community colleges versus universities. Yes. So back to your photography. Yes. So like I've taken classes, so I know how to take good photos, or artistic photos um but when it comes to cosplay photography like i used to take photos whole, back in the a first whole different beast well yes and no um yes taking portrait and figure photography is different than say landscape or artistic photos and what have you um but yeah, so, like, the beginning of my convention career, uh, I would take some photos, but I've never been a person to take photos while on vacation. I always wanted to be experience the thing rather than documenting the thing. You know? Anyone else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, like, for the first few years, I have film camera, and then... I would bring my digital once I got a digital and I wouldn't, but then I would never take any pictures really. Now with phones, it's easier because I have my phone so I can easily take a snapshot or two. Usually I'm too busy or I'm, I'd rather be the subject of the photo than taking the photos. Um, And so, like, at con is different. Like, if I were to do, if someone wanted to take photos and, like, an exchange of, I'll photograph you while you're photo, and then you photograph me sort of thing on a location. Quid pro quo. Yeah. Um, I could do it easily and get good pictures off of a camera. I don't have a really good digital camera anymore. Um, well, I could borrow my roommate, but... Yeah, and versus, say, now hire, hiring a photographer, because there's so many good cosplay photographers out there, at least in my neck of the woods. Because now I'm, I'm more after, I want good photos of my costumes rather than snapshot, you know? So yeah, uh, that's yeah I can understand that, yeah. Um, we, do have, we do have a whole lot of co- uh, photography friends, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. our photographers... I, I want to use the term like a diamond dozen now, but like 
there are tons of photographers out there I see, mm-hmm. but it seems. Yeah, like I yeah, is there a quality? I haven't really looked at quality stuff either. Like if someone's better. It also depends else. on like because there are uh, photographers that well, obviously they go through all they Photoshop and they go through and they make everything look good and kind of just change lighting and et cetera, et cetera. But there's all and there's of course people that have some experience or more experience than than others and they're better at it and able to make it much cleaner. Plus, also photographers that have better cameras. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's also like I, I discussed how. with Shannon back when Shannon, when when she was on uh, the finding a photographer that works well with you. So style wise, both how they work and the oh, stylist yeah, about right. that. That's right. We did talk about that. Um, yeah, finding a photographer that's you can trust who you know because like that is like there are tons mm-hmm. of. I want to say there's tons of photographers around there, around, but like mm-hmm. good and, and photographers that you can trust that you can work with are kind of hard to find. It's like a, it's the diamond dozen, but then there's the uh, diamond in the rough. Well, and that's something that's really kind of upset me with one of the big changes that's happened in the community. Because uh, to McKenna's point, there's a lot of people that do just walk around and take pictures. That's what I did when I first started going in cost or when I first started going to conventions, that's what she did when she first started going to conventions. That's what Cole did when he first started going to conventions. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of photographers that have popped up that are from the community and really do have a reverence for the art and legitimately try. I can't say that everybody's necessarily great. There's definitely a lot of disparity between photographers and what their quality is, whether it be camera base, Photoshop skills, or just raw ability. Cause let's be honest, not everybody can go and take a good picture, no matter what the equipment is they're going using. There's just some people that can't. Yeah. You could have 10, you could have $5,000 worth of equipment, but still be absolute garbage. Exactly. And would you, would you have invested that much in your camera and still be garbage by then? There's plenty of people There's, that have. Yeah. You'd oh be surprised. God. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Oh my. I, I could god. name names. <laughs> Think of the tools you could buy with five hundred dollars. Man, I could get. You could get nice. Five thousand dollars. Five thousand. Yeah. Five thousand. Five thousand dollars. Oh, I know, right? It's just oh, yeah, the world that, that would open up. I could have but, the router. I could have that new belt sander. Uh, I could. I could buy yeah. things I wouldn't even need. Wouldn't even touch them. I'd have them. And one day I'd be exactly. like, I'm going to use that tool, but not yet. Fuck. Ah. But. Yeah, the problem that I've seen that's popped up from this, because I fully go and support uh, people that are just getting a start in photography, going and trying in that community to go and do stuff, because there's a lot of people that might not necessarily have enough money to go, or I should say that might not have necessarily the ability or the portfolio to take a lot of good pictures. And there's also a lot of or a lot of cosplayers that... I hate to say don't have the money to go and afford a good photographer and don't have uh-huh. friends, you know, maybe they're new in the scene and don't have any connections to really get that whole thing going. So I fully support even not great photographers from the community getting into it and people that do legitimately enjoy the art form and want to start getting into this stuff or even just college students that enjoy the art itself that, you know, want to go and use this as a potential uh, senior project or something like that. I love that idea, but now we're gotten to the point on where cosplay is such a lucrative business that there's a lot of predatory photographers that have started popping up. And that goes into so many different things, whether it be 
legitimate yeah. extortion contracts that are well dubious at best that uh, go and lock in the rights of you know whoever the pictures were taken of and I hate to say this, especially for uh, time back to what we kind of started this conversation with. Uh, there's a lot of fetish websites that are out there and a lot of photographers that go and take especially more naive women cosplayers and get uh-huh. them to do things that uh, they might not realize what they're involved in. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of not nice things going on right now and this is one that I can't say I blame the cosplay community for. Unlike a lot of the things that we talk about here, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of predatory photographers and I oh. should go and put air quotes on photographers going and saying yeah. that, but there's I a lot. Mm-hmm. Those always existed before they were preying on those women who wanted to be models. Now they've also branched out into the cosplay, co- preying on the cosplay community. Exactly. That's, this is one thing that, it's a very unfortunate reality that we need to deal with. Uh, even a very good friend of mine uh, years ago got lured into one of these situations. And now there's some very, um, eh, how do I put this? Scantily clad pictures. Yeah, that's probably the most polite way of going and putting it that are hanging around the internet. And she just got caught up in something that was not what she was sold. Where do I find them? Uh, I I have no idea at this point. Damn. Damn. Like, I've only seen one of the pictures out of hundreds, according to her. What? Oh, Oh, dear. Yeah. So she's on the internet somewhere, and she's never going to be able to live that down. You can find them, though. You got to be able to find them. Uh, Probably. I've, I've never looked for them. Because internet's a little weird thing. Nothing ever leaves it, but sometimes things get so buried in the internet that it's hard to find stuff. So uh-huh. even on the internet, you can have fame or be infamous for something and it'll just sort of disappear after a while because the internet also has a very short attention span. So, yeah. There's a blessing and a curse, I guess. I don't know. I suppose so. I guess. Because, like, yeah, there's there's things to be on the internet, but, like, they can disappear. They just won't, they won't be there forever. Or they'll be well, there they'll somewhere. They'll be forever. there. They'll do, they just won't be, like, yeah, on the forefront forever. Yeah. So that's always a positive or a negative. Internet's a tough place. Anyways, back to photos, pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I basically uh, made my point. I, I got nothing else to contribute. I just have people take pictures of me. That's all I can say. Uh, that's, that's the thing is like I've, I, I am to the point where I don't even get pictures. I forget to get pictures taken of me. And so I make my cosplay and I just don't have any pictures of anybody. I brought this up before. So yeah, you have. Yeah. Where the I just, only, fo- I the only photos you cosplay. really have of your cosplay were done by me. Uh, <laughs> Or by a f- or by that we specifically went out and made sure that we got them, which that has only happened like one one time, yeah. one uh, other time, yeah. So or even now, you don't really have that many photos of me. It's mostly uh, while oh. I'm making the thing, and then I I'll get a picture of me in it, 
uh, completely done, and then that's the picture I have, and that's it. Yeah. So. In for a while, I was the same way. I've now making a point of getting photo sh shoot good quality photos of the ones that I want good quality photos of. Um, mostly my original design ones. Yeah, but don't you don't you basically do that like on your off time too? So like you'll get a photo shoot for your picture and you'll go out with your photographer. Uh, uh sometimes sometimes is at convention because I know oh we're both gonna be there and the location we want to do it is there so uh, okay yeah yeah because that's the only time I can ever think of doing photo shoots it's like or like at least with Firebird it's making sure that all three of the models me Amanda and Will are all there because outside of convention it'd be next to impossible to get everyone together without months of planning and yeah hmm. yeah but um, I, I just I never and where... after I've looked at those the photos we got there's still more photos that I want to do so <laughs> that I might oh, end yeah. up shooting myself as opposed to so that I can make sure I get the photos I want yeah because we we have photographers around here, like as I, I know there's mm -hmm. the, there we have a cosplay community. It's just, mm -hmm. it's very small, and so trying to find someone that you can actually know to do a photo for you is like, it's gonna be you just you don't know anyone. You just have to stumble across someone who knows how to take photos and mm -hmm. be able to take communicate photos for what you. you want out of yeah with a photographer. Yeah, I think most of our photographers are all like startup photographer esque in that kind of novice photography uh, skill level. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, and so then you don't, or they're studio photographers, they're not really wandering ones, or like, yeah. But mm -hmm. the, that's then that's not even like those studio photographers aren't even in like the cosplay community because like normally that's yeah. what we're talking about is like photographers that are in like the cosplay community opposed to someone who just does photography for a living and is not really connected to those kinds of things at all. They just happen to be a photographer and get uh, get a commi commission, a job. Mm -hmm. uh, job. Uh, it would be job. A job for someone to model and then it just be them modeling in their costume and then they take pictures and make them all proper. So, yeah, so that, I'd, I'd say that'd I mean, be a completely a perfectly fish. fine way to get photos of your costume, too. Um, yeah, no, that, that's is, true. Is well, to pay a portrait photographer to do that. Yeah, like, technically, there's a portrait or photographer a fashion that's... Photographer that's that. yeah. Oh, yeah, there's technically a portrait photographer that works, that is at SoccerCon every year. Well, the the SoccerCon photo booth, is, I'd say, is even just another, a different type of convention photo. Because those are more... Um, memory photos for people rather than they're souvenirs a, basically yeah they're yeah. souvenirs that's yeah. what i meant yeah i'd say that rather than really, splash mountain for soccer con yeah because they always have that and they always have the the all the soccer con posts on the back and like yeah mm -hmm. they'll have that and then you take a fit uh take a photo in your cosplay and behind the uh, in front of the board in your costume and then those all get like featured on websites and stuff and yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. Which are, I mean, perfectly I fine. I actually have the only photos that I've ever taken 
at that photo booth. They're actually, oh, with your OC. My, yeah, with my OC. They're actually my mom actually has them framed in her living room. That's right, she does. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Yeah. I well, I mean, I know my mom wants prints of some of my cosplay work, and I'm like, okay. And how how much of your OC costume were just my stuff? Well, Cole, you're not going to answer? I'm how? thinking right now. I'm counting. <laughs> hat. Your costume only like, consists of three things. The hat. Well, yeah, no, the hat was yours, and the yeah. bodysuit was yours. Yeah. And what was the third thing? Your costume only consists of three things. So. Well, four things, technically. What was the fourth thing? Uh, my, my, my hoodie and, right. and my shorts. Oh, were your shorts really part of it? Not really. That was just making no. it so I wouldn't get yelled at. Because uh, <laughs> like your shorts were just like your regular shorts you had, and you just had your regular shoes on too. So. I had sandals. Yeah. Yeah, sandals. Sandals uh, with a morph suit is like... <laughs> they're black, like, they're, they're <laughs> black, black slip-on slip slip sandals. <laughs> oh, oh, no, that's right. They were No, those are shoes. Those aren't sandals. They were, they were slip, no, not shoes. They were black slip-on sandals. So they had the toes open? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, man. Those are like, that is like the ultimate, uh, the concept of socks and sandals, except your socks are so socky, they cover your entire body, because it's a bodysuit. My God. Yeah. My God. Ultimate dad, dad socks. But yeah, that, oh yeah, I had to drag it on my Someone's got to come up with a skit with that word, where a dad has his socks so intense that they're just covering his entire body. Skit ideas. Okay. Re- write this down. Anyone's <laughs> writing this down? Come on. Skit ideas. You write it down. Um. You write it down. <laughs> she just said that. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. But no, yeah, uh, so- going back to this, though, is like, the only, the, and I've been only in, let's see, I'm trying to think of how many photo shoots I've been in. I think it was like three. One of them was my first year, and that was kind of that the the group group uh, the, the group uh, photo shoot for one for one piece that I was in. Oh yeah, that's right, because you're Sanji. Uh, another one when we was young and needed the money. <laughs> no, the other one was our organization thirteen. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, because we haven't seen pictures from it. Uh, probably <laughs> never will. Probably never Rose. will. Rose has the photos, isn't she? I think so. Um, and th- yeah, um, and then um, our Road to El Dorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're discussing this, the, the different types of cosplay photography, the, the souvenir booth shoot ones, um, yep, yep. the candid hallway shoot ones. Yep. Those, yeah, those are more just snapshots in my personal yeah. opinion. And, and those ones Snapshot seem to be, ones. like, those ones seem to have the most controversy with me because I'm, I'm all for those. Uh, it's so almost like, I, I used to be indifferent to them, but now I'm kind of for them a little bit. And, mm-hmm. 
It seems that other like, what do you mean? Really just kind of the the grabbing people out of a crowd and and saying it's like, hey, can I get a picture from you? No, and no, I mean, a picture I mean, against the wall or no, a candidized photo shoots. Oh, oh, the candid ones are just awful. No, I'm, I'm for candid ones. I'm for candid. Well, ones. that's because all the pic- pictures of you in costume are candid photos. Because those are real. They're live. They're real. They're they're the most just, fun. Those are those the are, memories yeah. you remember. It's not just made up for a portfolio or to go and show off your cosplay skill. That's you having fun. Those are the yeah, moments you look back yeah, on. Yeah, that's you know, the yeah, moment where you go yeah. and say you can almost smell the con funk in those photos. And, and, exactly. And like I'm not really, and I'm not. There's counting. a different. There's a difference though from you doing it with your friend to your friends, in comparison to, oh look, there's uh, Belle from Beauty and the Beast having a. Piece Snap! Ah, oh, but it's so real. It's so raw. That's the whole point of candid photos. The main, main reason, because I'm pretty sure that someone has caught in Sam and or Smitch in that exact. Yes, she'd and do that in a regular photo, though. Is the she problem. would? But the difference, <laughs> the difference here, because I will go and say at Nicole's least what the Disney point. princess is is that because they're Disney and little kids look up to them, um, you have to. You sort of have this moral responsibility of being as good as possible. So, uh, I mean, as Belle as possible. Um, Yeah. Using Belle as a... I use use the Belle example just because those for both of them, that's my favorite dress they've ever made. But that's Belle. It's like Belle's like us. They eat pizza too. I, I agree with that, but I will say, because I understand where Cole's coming from, and Sam and I have had these discussions, Sam will never have a problem. If you go and put a hot dog in front of her in costume and go and say, I want to get a picture of this, she will go and do something hilarious. But yeah. the problem is when she's sitting down and she's actually trying to eat, that's a whole different situation when somebody just walks up and snaps a picture of that. There's a difference between... Unless it's they, like... yeah. Yeah, unless it's somebody like that you know, and that's being kept personal. Because yeah, yeah, that's like station. me going up to her and like, "Hey, Sam," click, and she's like, "Oh, you," yeah. and then she punch yeah. you. Yeah, she, then probably. She's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's, that's the type of that. But that's fine because that's just like, "Ha, ah, gotcha." <laughs> yeah, that's just that's it. Like the abuse. Yeah, that's just it. Cole walks up and does that. That's fine because that's between friends thing. And yeah, that's a memory that you guys can go and look back on when Joe Schmo goes and walks up and just like. Oh, princess going and eating a pizza. Take a picture. Or even worse, the stealth selfie where you're trying to go and take a picture of yourself with somebody and hoping they don't notice that you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Worst stuff on the planet. Because that's not, at that point, candid. That's unintentionally turning somebody into an exhibition point. That's yes. that's mm-hmm. a whole different situation right there. But yes, yes, like the stuff with Tyler, all those candid photos he does, those are the best yeah. things and versus like event photography where people are dancing or during their skit or during cosplay chess action shots completely different than cuz they're at that point there's sort of a implied agreement at least performing so your skit and your uh cosplay chess that what we present here is okay for the public consumption. So yes, it's okay to take video or to take photos of it. Uh, event photography, like at the uh, masquerade ball at SakuraCon, at that point, people 
like to take photos. And it generally, if someone catches a photographer taking their picture that doesn't want their picture, be polite about, oh, hey, I don't want that picture on the internet or whatever. Please don't take my picture. And any Generally, decent, the event photographers yeah. will be nice about that. <laughs> yeah, any decent photographer will make a note either to delete yeah. it or they'll just... Delete it the, immediately. Or, or, or they'll delete yeah. it immediately or they'll, or they'll make a note. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, with digital cameras nowadays, it's super easy to delete everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's true, but I'm just saying. Um, but versus... And, like, crowd shots in the hallway... Fine. Um, specific, yeah. Taking candids can be creepy, depending on how you're taking them. If you know the people or not, yeah. you're taking candid people of strange pictures of strangers. That's creepy. Just say it. <laughs> yeah, there is definitely considering a lot of depending because costumes come in many different versions well um, yeah and i mean people will might not want their photo taken and if you take their true. photo then that's a violation of them um yeah and so like but candidates of your friends generally your friends will know if they absolutely hate the po- picture you're not going to post it or you'll delete it or whatever um otherwise you won't have friends anymore (laughs) and then back onto our styles of cosplay photography Uh, so we had candids we had um i'm gonna call it event photography and then there's the at con group meetup photo shoot ones yep yep and those are kind of just like posed but not necessarily they fashion shoot ones. Yeah, those are more just a crap shoot if you ever find They're them. They're more souvenir version you, of fashion shoots. If you can shoots. find them. If you can find them. Well, they're yeah. only posted pretty easy. Like I, I skip that one because that's the whole... Uh, that's the that's the fandom ones, I would call them. Yeah, yeah. They're the fandom shoots because they're always a fandom. And so you go there, hang out with all the other uh, divas... Blank. Or Anna's, or <laughs> uh, yeah, the all all of the other characters from your series or whatever. Yeah, and then you get a, then you get a, like a group photo of all that, so you get everyone there. And you see, look at this convention. This is every character like that, and then you yeah. go, okay, now this is all the characters that are me, and yeah, yeah and then you can point yourself out, and they can see uh, that's good because like those are always good to see uh, when you point it, it like because when I think of photos, most times you're doing them as a souvenir. Or it's hard to say what even photos are for, because like all my photos are to say, "Hey, this is my costume. This is pictures from convention. This is like uh-huh. taking a picture on vacation and coming back and going, okay, now let's go through the slideshow. Click, click, click. Here is me as this character. Here's all these characters. Here's all these yeah. characters together. Here's just these characters." Yeah. So there's the souvenir photo, and then there's I'm gonna call them portfolio photos. Yes. And yeah. Over the last 10 years, the rise of photographers that do the portfolio photos has risen. My first several software cons, nada. That wasn't a thing so much of, as of cosplayers hiring the photographers. 
photographers would pull cosplayers they liked out of the crowd and say, hey, do you want to go to a photo shoot? Because I really like your character. Here's my card so you have the photos later. That happened. Um, but now at major conventions, there's a herd of photographers that cosplayers go to the photographer as opposed to photographers going to the cosplayers. Um, and Yeah, because that's, that's kind of all happened when all of a sudden you can cosplay for a living. And yeah, all that. So yeah, it's definitely it's definitely changed from what it was. Yep. And so that last section being the portfolio cosplays, and I like. I've only recently started doing that. Um, mostly with my original designs as well, so that I have good photos of. Hey, look at my design work on these, my costume design work. Whereas I'm not necessarily a professional cosplayer, but I would call myself a costume designer. Um, and I would enjoy getting a job. I need portfolio photos of my stuff to make that happen, you know? Where yep. I guess it, it's yep. happened when yep. cosplaying has become a legitimate hobby. And people have made that their ho the hobby, their job, and then people who have used their hobby to get another job. So, like, for you, if you wanted to get a job at a prop maker that makes props for movies, you would need photos of all of your keyblades, all of your other props that you've made. And you'd all want my various as skills. As opposed to uh, just snapshots. Yeah. I'll, I'll work in progress too. I'll progress photos too, and then yeah. finish products. And then you say, "Okay, this is. I know how to paint. I know how to three D print. I know how to vacuum form. I know how to cut. I know how to measure. I know how to do AutoCAD and draw." And yep. the list goes on and on. I think the only proof that you need, quite honestly, is the sound of what's in the background of this podcast. <laughs> oh, so I, I just leaned over to. Uh, has that been really loud, or was it loud just no. then? No, no, it, ha it hasn't been loud at all. It's just occasionally I can go and hear the sound of it, like the uh, motors going from one side of the print to the other, and it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, I can hear that. I know that sound. Uh, yeah. I got to push it aside. No, it's, I don't know, I, I keep forgetting, because, like, instinctually I'll come home, and I'll be having a project, and I know what, what part I'm working on is going to be, like, four to six hours, so I want to get home and start that up and have supper, and then they just keep going and while they're going done so that you can have another one to go overnight yeah yeah if not it'll go into the night and then it's just like okay and that goes but then i try to think of like oh it's podcast day i'm not going to print anything today and then just instinctually i come home and set a print up i'm like well shit it's already started just <laughs> do that so yeah, yeah yeah it's nice to have them going overnight and you wake up and you're like oh shit let's see how it did and then you look at sometimes it you, you have modern art and sometimes you have a piece that you actually wanted printed yeah shit man it's like it, it doesn't even when it screws up it's not even modern art anymore it's just like oh uh, here's half of it here's just a, a bundle of like someone a cat just coughed up and then here's the other half somehow that like <laughs> set itself up on that bundle oh i've had complete spaghetti so, like, here's the bottom inch, and then spaghetti. Man. It didn't even reform. It was just spaghetti. <laughs> ha, jeez. Goddamn. That's going to be horrible. 
on a six-hour print. Uh, 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 I've had them shift all the time. Like, I had Mm -hmm. mine shifting, and then I just tightened my belt, and that fixed that. But it was just like, you'd be printing, and then all of a sudden, your whole print just shifts over, but it's all still correct because it just popped a tooth. Mm. It's like Yeah, because you have a moving bed, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. I don't like moving beds. Even even when I got this, I was just like, moving beds are bad. Because mm-hmm. yeah. our, our, the Trinus, the laser, which is now my laser printer, because roommate still hasn't replaced the bed that he melted. Um, melted? So we can still bed. laser print with it. Um, laser edge with it. Yeah, it has a moving bed. And I, I actually create templates for what I'm etching. Because usually I'm etching batches, so as opposed to taping down the individual thing that I'm etching, I'll create a template of a, oh, a four-inch circle, tape that to the bed, and I just pop the thing in, and then it won't shift. Yeah, you make a jig. You basically make a yeah. jig. Yeah. That, oh, that's, that that's the word that's I was looking thing. for. But, yeah. And if you have more room, then you can normally make more than one jigs. And Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's a that's a pretty standard practice for... Uh, turning something like that into more of a uh, uh, mass production. Mass production. That's what I'm looking yep. for. Yeah, mass production. Where you have your your pins or your jigs of like some, or so all you do is like pop it in, and then it's good, and you never have to worry about anything. All you have to do is one initial setup, and then mm-hmm. you can continuously pull yep. in, pop things in and out, and then it just goes. Yep. So yep. For me, I'll on the laser printer, I'll laser etch what I'm doing the first time usually with an outline on to cardboard and then i'll cut the shape out yep 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 <laughs> that, yeah no, no, that's exactly it that's how we used to do it we'd uh we'd laser because we'd laser onto cardstock and mm-hmm. normally you could just do an imprint and then you uh what we did is we had a uh we had a magnet so we had a metal bed mm-hmm. um and then we just had magnets and then you basically use those as your pins mm-hmm. and so if you're doing something round or something if you're doing something it's square, it's super easy because yeah. you only have to have two sides and you just slap it in there and then you know it's correct. But if it's round, then you just all you have to do is make sure if there is a notch or something that that's where it needs to be. Other than that, if it's round, yeah. then it doesn't need to matter how it looks because it's as long be, as it doesn't, it can't spin. Yeah, it shouldn't be able to spin normally. I guess your bed's moving, so it might. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, then you just have like magnets on all sides and then it doesn't move yeah. around. Shit. Yeah, so no, yeah, that's a pretty standard practice for all that kind of stuff. So, and I discovered it because oh, this would be a w- easy way to do that. And ta-da! I stumbled upon industry practice. Yeah, because it's no. a logical way to do it. That's why we do it that way. Yeah. Oh, but it's, it's done that way. Is it? Is it not infuriating <laughs> when you watch things on like YouTube and such, and you see people do stuff like that? And they kind of have it right, but then they they do it in a weird way. And you're like, no, 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 don't do it that way. There's a oh. way more logical way to do this. And they're just kind of do it on a weird instinct where there's like something they could be doing to make it so much more easy and more efficient, but they just yep. don't quite do that way. And it's just like, oh. Watch, yeah, watching people wire shit, wire stuff. Oh, and I'm yeah. Like, no, 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 don't. Okay. Can't stop a, your butt. <laughs> they make a lot of mess, and it's just like, and then they comment of like, oh, it's just a big mess of wires. I'll clean it up later. I'm like, oh, no, yeah, nope. there was one of those Facebook life hack things that was using 
nail clippers to strip wire, and I'm like, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I still don't have wire strippers. I still just use my teeth. Why? Why? I know, God's right? Name? No, I still no. Have... Like I've been, I've been biting my tongue this entire conversation because we're off topic. But no, no. Now I gotta speak up. How are wire strippers not the third thing you put in your toolbox? It's it's one of those weird things where they have always just been around, and I've never actually bought one. It was like it was the same thing with a drill. Is like someone always has a drill, so I never had to buy a drill. And then all of a sudden, I'm working somewhere, and there's no drill around. I'm like, oh no, I I I can't continue working because. The one thing that I was always using that was always readily available is no longer here. And same thing with wire strippers is just like I've I've just haven't gotten because I've always been able to get around too. is like less than ten dollars. I do have a whole <laughs> lot of wire cutters like uh, side cutters and mm-hmm. you can wire strip with those very easily. You just go and you just don't crimp all the way and then you pull yeah. off with that. So, yeah, yeah. but you'll still uh crease the wire inside. You will. You will. I have three different wire strippers. Oh, I have fucking... a standard wire so stripper. Do I. Get so on do the I. plane and bring them on up here. Stripper. And I have my, my, good, I have my one that's good at cutting. I have the one that has more sizes and then I have the shitty ones that I don't use. <laughs> yes, and I've got one that goes and flips around and becomes a set of vice grips. Oh my <gasps> god. Wait, like actual vice grips? Yes. Oh my god. I don't even have vice grips. Uh, what the? I got no, I'm walking away from this conversation. Vice. I'm walking away I from have, this. Rob, I have, I have a million crescent wrenches. <laughs> I got like four, four crescent wrenches. Yeah. So no, I, I got a bunch of clamps. I took mine though. I got, I got a bunch of clamps, so I never need vice grips. So mm-hmm. vice grips are very. If you have like a strip bolt, then yeah, vice grips are great. But other than that, they're always too strong and they damage things. Mm-hmm. That's why you adjust them. Yeah. Yeah. You got some hard teeth on them, man. That's that's for uh, that's for big men work. <laughs> I'm working with delicate stuff. That's what, what felt pads and foam are for. Uh, you can just use clamps, though. Have you? Why don't you just use clamps? Because clamps don't do any of that stuff. They clamp the thing, and then that's that. And you don't have anything else you need to do with it. You just yes, I use clamps it. for things that need clamping. Yes. What do you use vice grips for, then? Things that, that need vicing? They are your vice. Well, oh, I just holding things, things that you're going to get hot. Like oh, this. shit. That's uh, that's right. Um, yeah. Cause Making like, a handle. Because I'll use, I, I just use pliers. And yeah. but then you. Then you, you have to readjust if you've set it down or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you just don't set it down. You just have your hand on it. Your hand becomes the vice. Yeah. So. I've given what? myself birds working with war blood. So. <laughs> because I'm I, I've got some, it. I got some mad forearm. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to. Vice grips, vice grips would be cool, but then I'd get rid of my mad forearm skills. Well, we've kind of gotten off topic here. Yeah. So photography. Um, I I, yeah. remember I take photos of my props when I'm making them. I do a lot of progress photos. I like to do progress photos. Mm-hmm. So if that means anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. If you wanted, you could easily set up a little tabletop studio to take finished, nice photos of them if you wanted to. I guess. Or action photos of them. Um, I did that. I mean, 
goes and takes all of about 15 bucks and hey then i got that's 15 shoe. that's a 15 american dollars do you know how much that is in canada like 20 yeah that's right we know our conversion rates Woo. roughly um they approximated yeah although i don't know what your tax rate is like um i think it's 10 right now yeah same uh, as what i deal with at work i, uh, I it has changed something. over the years in the cosplay world yeah um and I'm actually kind of curious here because things have changed so much because I haven't done this now in about six years. But and maybe this is a question I need to go and pose to our listeners uh, just because we have, most of us here are pretty boring. Like in terms of what we do with our cosplay, we're pretty boring. McKenna's the most outgoing of all of us. So she might be the only person here that would have an insight into this. Wait, wait what do you mean we're boring? How are we boring? Boring doing what? Boring with our cosplay stuff. We don't we don't go out and go and do a ton of shit in cosplay unless it's no no we don't. It's yeah. really weird if like here in where we are, cosplay is really small. So if you're out in your costume, then people are looking at you real weird. And yeah, I feel like if you go to Seattle or such, you can see someone in costume and be like, okay, that's weird, but it's not that weird. Yeah, no, that that pretty much sums it up right there. That uh, that basically goes in, actually no, pretty much just describes Seattle in, in a nutshell. It's like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Walk away. <laughs> Nothing more to the thought. But um, something that I know used to be really common, and I don't know, maybe it still is, and just because cosplay is more generally accepted, people just do it and it's not as big of a deal. It doesn't require as much organization to make it happen. But we used to do uh, cosplay meetups like around holidays, not on the holidays most of the time, but around holidays we would get together just in intimate group of friends or uh, larger cosplay networks and go and take our characters and go and do a say Valentine's day themed or a Halloween themed version of one of our favorite cosplays or the group that we were working in. Uh, Like many years ago, I was part of an organization 13 group before the organization 13 group that most people know us for now uh, though still comprised of a few of them, the same members, uh, we would go and get together occasionally and go and do photo shoots. We do video projects. We just do dumb things in what I would call sort of cosplay, very casual cosplay, because it was rare that we'd ever actually mm-hmm. get fully dressed up and go and do all the makeup work uh, and bring it together. But that was a really fun thing, and I've got so many candid pictures from when we were doing that. Um, I don't know. I don't know if anybody else has had that kind of experience with this stuff, or if that still goes on. Uh, if it has, it, I'd love to hear about it, listeners. Uh, Soccer Rangers Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Um, Saskatchewan's from- uh, total tax rate is 11% right now, okay. which is not the highest. Guess which one? The highest is 15, and that's all in the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because our government tax is uh, 5%, and then it ranges from province to province what the next one is. And we're at 6%. So, yeah, yeah. Itty hoozle. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there's, to, to answer Rob's question, there are still groups that do that. Um, they tend to be groups of friends, anyways 
Um, and occasionally we'll do a, I because I know of one that wanted to do a Christmas Overwatch shoot, I, which never ended up happening. Um, and they'll do stuff in the summer. They'll do, and it all depends on how many people want to do the thing. Um, and so, yes, it still happens. I think it happens a little more. within cosplay friend groups than before, um, rather than, say, like, Gasukan was. Um, yeah, whatever happened to that kind of thing? I, I don't know. Gasukan just kind of petered off and fell off the map. I only one. Yeah. So. I want to I wanna say that I feel like I've seen here uh, there has been like cosplay meetups but they've been like cosplay like um god what are those steak nights like there have been cosplay steak nights or cosplay breakfast yeah so like there's also here around your local business yeah here in town yeah yeah support a steam night or a cosplay night i've never really heard of that here tyler yeah, no, because it's like I'm on uh, uh, I'm on a lot of the cosplay uh, groups and Facebook and such, and they'll they'll post things saying there's like a steak night or a uh, breakfast, and it's all like going there cosplayed, and uh, yeah, and I think you buy buy a ticket or something, and then you go there and have a meal and be in cosplay, and that's that. And I don't I don't know where the money goes or what it goes for, uh, but I assume it goes to whoever hosted it or something Mm -hmm. so uh yeah no it's the same same group that i see a lot of them uh pushing for um expo and i think they're they might be like the groups i'm in they might be something closely related to uh genbatacon because they seem to do a lot of um uh what's the word uh, advertising, I guess. I don't want to say advertising. I want to say another word other than advertising, but they, they talk about Gabaticon a lot, and they say you get your tickets, and they give out free tickets for things and do draws for that. And so, and that's that's a con that was an anime con that just started last year, and it's super small, and it's got, like, three rooms, four rooms, and it's in the hallway. And so, yeah. Two of those rooms are for panels. The other two are for merchandise and games. All right, now we're off topic again. Fuck. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, that one was still in the right vein. Oh, yeah. Guys, God, God, so, yeah. There's things we keep talking about we just go to. We, 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 we know our skills. We know what we like to go back to. Of like, We all like to make things, and we always talk about that quite a bit. Yeah, but... Yeah, call any words on photography. <laughs> yeah, let's go right back to this again. Um, well, everyone else has talked. Well, sorry. <clears throat> I also had to pop out for two seconds there, but... Um... What? You did? Yeah. Why? 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 You ruined the magic. I Yeah, whatever. Magic's magic. Um, magic's magic. Hey! Whoa. <laughs> She's standing right there. 
Oh yeah, right. I Did somebody say magic? <laughs> I walked away for a second and I heard magic. Magic, oh magic, oh magic, oh show time. Okay, cool. Since you wanted to talk about photography, go ahead and talk about photography. Well, just, Do you have anything to add? Because, there, I don't know, just that lately there has been, of course, like we mentioned before, there's the predatory style uh, guys that are or and, they, and also just mm-hmm. the creepy the very creepy um ones that just like to loiter yeah the con creeps that are like okay i'm gonna loiter around and they take loom. You, yeah they they're gonna loom. i'm gonna loom and take pictures of the girls in skimpy outfits like mm-hmm. and, and then cole turns over to someone else and <laughs> cole looms I do not loom. <laughs> I'm just joking. Keep going. But I know. But um, but it's just I don't know. It's just the, there's all these different types of things, and of course, I don't know. It's just that I just wanted to kind of talk about everybody's experiences along those lines. And I personally have had, as the photographer myself, uh, as well as, and then moving in from, like, just being the subject because. That's essentially what happened with me is that I, like, first year, all I did was take lots of pictures. I think I got, like, 100 and about 200 photos, I think, when I was down in Seattle that first time. But then... I'll go check all, right now. I have honestly not remember because I haven't... I have that file stored away on an external hard drive, so... I can't no, I can remember. find it right now. Uh, just be, yeah. give me two seconds. Keep talking, Cole. And... Then, like the second year, there was a couple pictures, but the camera barely ever left my bag. Then the third oh, year, oh, weren't you weren't you doing weren't you doing your your vlogs that year? Yeah, I was. The next year, I was do I was vlogging at that point. Yeah, you're right, actually. So that way, I was doing more video stuff. Uh, yeah. and I was kind of just. Uh, so, because you're a part of like. Uh... A seven-person vlog crew, yeah. And each of you had a day. Yeah, I was Wednesday. Yeah. You don't want to talk about that more? Is that for another podcast? Um, Not really. It's, it hasn't happened in years. Well, you, can, you can enlighten some people. Let them oh, know. Uh, oh, it was... Um, I was part of... Um, several years ago, and still am, I paid attention to... A, uh, a bunch of people might recognize the name of the Vlog Brothers. Um, very popular YouTubers that have been doing it for almost ten years, and the kind of community came up on t- around Tumblr and just kind of just all these different things around Nerdfight area. And this one person I was following was a was was like, "Hey, if you guys want to do if if anybody wants to do this, do this kind of vlog project." send a note and we'll kind of and we'll the and seven us will team up and eventually i heard back i was like oh yeah you got picked and then that's kind of just how it happened is that we would all we all uploaded a video each day we went for six months we were supposed to do it for a year but everybody's life got in the way so things kind of just fell apart but i did lots of different videos on that one yeah, you're all having like 
So we're having like convert. They're all almost like response videos. So one person would talk, and someone else would the next day would be almost like a response video or, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, my then favorite. We continue. Was- we'd continue on a topic and then kind of respond to what the others had said beforehand. I miss the yeah. Irish guy. Uh, Sean. Yes, Sean was. Yeah, cool. Fucking, there is one of them where he like. He still he still works. He's still on YouTube. He's still working really hard. Man, Sean he, was actually one of the ones that he had did a vlog got... from a from a porta potty. He was awesome. Yes, he did actually. <laughs> it was very funny. I really he's want to meet that meet him finally. Man. He's he's a very awesome guy. I've been keeping track of what he's been doing, and he's still quite hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, shit. But yeah, and then that kind of. And then the year after that, it kind of just got knocked down to my phone. I was only taking pictures with my phone, and I'd pretty much only done with my phone ever. Mm-hmm. And that, and mostly just because at that point, we, me and Tyler both got like really, really involved costumes with groups, and then all of a sudden we got very, very popular with pictures being taken of us. I found the photos. Securacon cool. 2011. Okay, guess how many photos are in? 120? Nope. How many of them? 191. Okay, I was closer to the 200 than before. Yeah, so... That's a lot of photos. Yeah, it was a lot of photos. But I know photographers who 200 would be the small a slow side day. of photos. Yeah. yeah, there are a bunch of duplicates in here as well. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to see if I'm going to see if any of you guys are in here. Okay. Okay. I know a couple of the friends that we have are now in there. Like what I know Sage that? is I know Sage is in there somewhere. What was Sage yeah. dressed as? Was she dressed as lightning or something? No, I think it was Penny and Stocking. Uh-huh. Did Sage do Penny and Stocking? Uh-huh. Oh, that's them then. Okay. I gotta see if I can okay. find those photos. What year was that? Eleven or twelve? Eleven. Two thousand eleven. Wow, after I graduated college. Okay. Um There is no panty in stocking. Hmm. Might have been a later year than I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut on embarrassing pictures I just ran across of myself. Ah <laughs> uh, You mean the ones on your Facebook page? No, right. not that one. I know I have Statler and Wardorf, but I know I know I don't think those guys even do. go to they, con. They, they are in there. There are pictures in here. Oh, I do have Zap. I do have Zap. Yeah. Everybody knows Zap. Um. Oh, I got Margaret in here. In area, you got yellow yep. mushroom. Yeah, that doesn't oh, surprise me. Poland. I get, but anyway, my, my album uh, from Sakura Con 2011 was one. But no, just kind of going through that, and then now it's kind of just like fourteen <laughs> pictures with friends. 
like just the random photos that we like for example i have the photo of uh tyler wearing the mushroom head while our friends our other friend was wearing my shield and the and you were just looking at each other oh yeah that was fucking yeah because like <laughs> that was that was at like three o'clock in the morning <laughs> i know because that was after that was that was that was a yonky town that was a yonka party oh my god good times times i think i had that as like my facebook photo for a little while too there you got pictures of uh of sonic in here so you got a sonic shadow uh knuckles tails and i can't remember her name she's the uh uh i don't know what kind of creature she's like devil or something oh rouge the bat yeah she's a bat yeah and they're like yeah they're sonic characters and they're shiny So, yeah. Do you guys ever remember Sonic characters being there? In chess? In Sakuracon. Well, there's always. Well, yeah. I mean, Sonic Sonic fans are the most intense fans on the internet. And most terrifying. Definitely. It is. Sonic Sonic is, I forgot, is, I forgot that I, did, I forgot that I originally didn't post these on uh, Facebook. I posted them on, Tum- on DeviantArt. Uh-huh. Back when DeviantArt was a thing. It still is, actually. I know. <laughs> I like to imagine it doesn't exist. I I don't think it's as... No, I don't want to say it's as big as it used to be, but it's like... It's not as mainstream as it used to be. Oh, God. Or it's not as pop... I, I'd say popular in the... Like... Poppy, trendy way. Yeah, it's so what I mean, it's not as mainstream. What it was meant to be. It's not as mainstream as it used to be. Well, it, yeah. it used to be like everyone would have a DVR, and that's where you just posted all your art and stuff. So, but it's a weird thing because you had DVRart as the largest art community on the internet. Then Tumblr took that over, but now with the mass exodus leaving Tumblr, DVRart actually has more monthly submissions than they ever have before, and it's back to number one. But nobody yeah. talks about it the same way. But I think because of Tyler's point, it's not trendy anymore. Yeah. Yeah, the only person that I think I know that I that I pretty that I posted on DeviantArt that I think that everybody kind of knows of was actually a friend of Sam's, and that was the Red Thirteen. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what's his name? You guys know him too. I know you guys know him. Yeah, the one that everybody says. <laughs> Uh, that was fast. <laughs> Arter Mesa Bryle. Okay. What? I, I, that... <laughs> I have my DNR page up. Yeah, I kind of figured as much there. Yeah, no. The, the guy that everybody goes and comments was ripping off Sam after she went and did her Red 13, but she helped make his costume and their friends. But for some reason, people hate because they think that he was stealing Sam's, or Sam's thunder. <laughs> Mm. Oh. I love the guy. He's 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 actually great. But just... oh yeah, there's another. I forgot it. There was an Aku riding around one night as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He just was wearing like the headpiece and a shawl. But over he his had face. fucking awesome eyebrows because he had an actual fan in his eyebrows. Yeah, so they looked like there was flames. Yeah, we're all just going through photos now. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So let's just let's just end it right there. I think then. Yeah, we've, we've hit our limit. There's nothing more to go and say. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, thank you. Um, I'm not even going to talk about upcoming conventions. I don't want to think again this. Okay. Last okay. Week yeah. Shit. Yeah. I seem to be dying. But, eh, we'll get back to them eventually. Um, but in any case, though, thank you once again for joining us on Zio. Zio. Sorry, I forgot that I'm on push to talk. Uh, well, you left your. You were talking into it. And we heard you, and then you just like took your hand off I or let, something. Yeah, I took a like because I was trying to pull up some. And then I had to let go so that I could actually click the button for some strange reason. But anyways, once again, thank you all for once again joining us for essentially our, our is it the third episode or fourth episode now? Uh, this oh, is episode zero. seven. Yeah, we've been seven. doing zero for a while now. <laughs> oh, okay. Dear well, thank you God, once again. Man. But in any case, though, thank you once again for joining us for Zio. Um, once episode again, seven. I wasn't going to say an episode number, but okay. Or but in any case, though, episode 30, 37. 37? No, we're not 37. Uh, no, we're over 50s, guys. We're over 50s now? Yeah. Uh, guys, if we're talking about the total number of podcasts that we've done, we're up to 59 full podcasts. Boom, done, like right there. And but anyway, we're done. But anyways, though, thank you once again for joining us. Of course, if you want, you can check us out on SoundCloud for every single one of our episodes. We'd greatly appreciate it if you go and watch them there, if you ever want to go back and watch our history. But of course, if you have any questions, you can always hit us up on Twitter at Soccer Rangers, our email, SoccerRangersPodcast at gmail.com, and of course, our Facebook page, Soccer Rangers Podcast. Um, we're always having such a great time here and we always want you to come back and join us for all these weird conversations that we have. And of course, Zio is updating every Monday. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Can we talk about fetishes again? <laughs>